of Judah, they have encountered much trouble and they're full of much shame. For the wall around Jerusalem has been broken down and the gates of heaven have been burned. Nehemiah said that when I heard these things, I sat down and cried for several years. Anybody ever heard something? It just broke your heart. You had to, I just, I just had to have a moment, Lo. I, I just had to let it out. When I heard these things, I sat down and I cried for several days. I was sad and did not eat food. Yeah, anybody know about not eating no food? We, we in the middle of a fast right now. I pray to the God of heaven, Nehemiah said, my God, my God. Lord, listen carefully to my prayer. I am your servant. And listen to the prayer of your servant, the one who loves and honors you. Give me your servant success this year. Allow this king to show kindness to me, for I was the cupbearer to the king. I just want to preach for a few minutes as you take your seats today from the subject, rebuilding from the rubbish. Rebuilding from the rubbish. Will you pray with me right now? Our God, our Father, our Mother, God, you are everything that we've ever needed, everything that we've wanted. And so, God, we take just this moment, God, just to take the spotlight off of singing, God. Take the spotlight, God, off of us. But, God, we come this moment, God, because we want to hear a word from you, God. We we want you to set us up this year for whatever you got in store for us, God. We, we want to be obedient to what it is that your word has declared over our lives and so God in this moment we just pray God that you bless this food that we're about to receive let this food nourish our body God let it fill us up let let it nourish us let it carry us let it comfort us let let your word oh God be a light unto us oh God what what we need this year God is a reminder God that you you'll take what needs to be a burn God you'll take what looks like rubbish and God you'll rebuild it so God rebuild this year oh god god replenish this year in the name of jesus god we just believe you you're the god the god of the rebuild and so god we thank you in jesus name we pray god we pray and we say thank you and amen amen so listen listen all all this month all this month, we have uh, we're rolling out, we're unpacking. We we attempted to roll this out last Sunday. We we attempted to unpack this last last week, but uh, God is a good God. I, 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 there's a the church that my mother goes to. Uh, I don't know if they still do this. I haven't been in a while to her church, but. Uh, when they used to do programs, Byron, they would have at the bottom of the program at my mom's church uh, that the service is subject to change due to the Holy Ghost. Uh, and so last Sunday, uh, the service was subject to a change because of the Holy Ghost. Uh, but I just believe that this is the year, uh, and it didn't catch me by surprise. Uh, and it ought not catch you by surprise when, when God wants to shift some things and change some things that 
had once been customary or routine or the norm or the expectation. God is ready to release and do something new. And so this entire January series we have titled Out With The Old. Come on, somebody. Y'all talk back to me and in with the and with the new. Every now and then, you just got to get rid of what's old. You, you, you got to get rid of what's old. I know uh, I, like to, I like to go through my closet at least once a year and, uh, and the stuff that I'm no longer slim and trim to fit into, I got I to gotta go ahead and start getting rid of some stuff because the truth of the matter is, Marcus, is it might be rubbish in my house, but it really could be a treasure for somebody else. So stop holding on to the old stuff and be willing to let go of the old so that you can usher in and welcome in what is new. I I feel like I feel like I should echo the sentiments. I feel like I do echo the sentiments of, of many of us that are grateful and have been grateful to see the demise of 2022 and the birth of 2023. Is that is that just me? Uh, okay, okay, I'm not I'm not by myself. Uh, one of the things that sounds like you all would agree with me most on is that uh, 2022 brought with it uh, some things that we're going to call today. We're going to call it rubbish. Yeah, 20, 2022 brought a whole lot of rubbish with it. Uh, and, and, and the rubbish that we experienced, it came in our lives at a time when we thought we would be building. Yeah, yeah. The rubbish came at a time when we thought we would be building. We thought 2022, listen, that this is the year. This is my year. Listen, this is about, I'm about to glow up. It's about to be real big, right? Uh, and then here we are now in 2023. And, 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 and last year, there were some things that uh, it caught us by surprise because we, we expected that we would be farther along. We, we expected that we would be farther along. We expected that we'd be farther accomplished. We expected that we'd be farther along long and, and settled. We thought we would be at a place where we would be building, but instead we, we found ourselves, uh, we found ourselves uh, facing some rubbish. We, we found ourselves facing some rubbish. And, and here's what I've discovered. Uh, here's what I've discovered. Uh, I've discovered that God will use the rubbish in our lives as the inspiration and the motivation of rebuilding what has been lost. Can I say that again? God will use the rubbish in our lives as the inspiration and the motivation to do the work of rebuilding what has been lost, what has been broken, what has been uh, burned in our lives. And such is the case today for uh, for the late great Nehemiah. And and what better example of what it means and and what it takes to begin the revolution of rebuilding? We we get this, we glean this now from 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 Nehemiah. Uh, Nehemiah, this man has been forever etched in our biblical history as the rebuilder of the wall. That's what Nehemiah is most famous for. Uh, biblically is Nehemiah was the prophet that uh, was obedient, that surrendered to rebuilding the wall. And uh, I, I, think that it's, I think that it's important to, to note today uh, the steps that Nehemiah took to even become a builder in the first place. 
Are you with me? So if last year for you, uh, you encountered a little bit of rubbish, rubbish, then I'm just believing that this year, prophetically, that this is your year of the rebuild. If last year was the year of rubbish, then this has got to be the year of the rebuild. And so I think it's important that we, we take account today of the steps now that Nehemiah has taken to begin uh, to to begin the rebuild in his life and and let me just say this because so often so often we 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 celebrate Nehemiah being a hero but oftentimes we overlook the steps that he took and the courage that was required for Nehemiah to step outside of the box to step outside of what is a comfort zone for Nehemiah so that he might accomplish the call that rested on Nehemiah. You, you with me? We, we find Nehemiah here in the beginning pages of his introduction. And, and Nehemiah is already in a little bit of a crisis. We just read that with verse one, didn't we? That, that Nehemiah was already in uh, a little bit of a crisis. The Bible says uh, in verse one, uh, in this story, in this account of Nehemiah, uh, that, uh, that, 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 that Nehemiah, uh, his brother, his brother Hannah and I had come to visit him from Judah, uh, which, which would seem uh, like a great thing to have a sibling come and visit you. Uh, Hannah and I brought a couple of folks with him, uh, and uh, they began this conversation now about uh, what's, what's going on back, back home. Uh, what's, what's going on back home? And, and Nehemiah, Nehemiah gets, uh, he gets this shock. He gets this unexpected news. He gets this unexpected revelation. Nehemiah gets this news that he just can't ignore. In fact, the news that Nehemiah gets, it rocks him to his core. His brother and, uh, and his friends that, that, that came with his brother Hananiah, they tell him that the city is in ruins, and the people there are in trouble. He tells them there's no gate to, to even keep the people safe in the city because the walls have been destroyed and the gates have been burned. And this, this really wasn't the news that Nehemiah had expected to hear, but immediately we learn a few things. Uh, we learn a few things about this text, and the first thing that we learn is that Nehemiah doesn't live in the place that he was born. Nehemiah doesn't live in the place that he was born. Y'all say amen right there. Nehemiah doesn't live in the place that he was born. Anybody, can anybody relate to that? Not being born, uh, not, 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 not currently residing in the place that you've, you've been born. Uh, and so other words now for Nehemiah uh, to have to receive this news uh, about what's going on in a distant place uh, lets us know that Nehemiah is living in, in a place where uh, it isn't his native land. Uh, so in other words, Nehemiah now was one of the ones that made it out. Y'all with me? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the top of the year. Y'all got to get ready. Nehemiah was one of the ones that made it out. Y'all know what I'm talking about, where you've ever had just a made it out accomplishment in your life, where you, you look back and you're like, man, I, I, you, you did good. You did good. You, you made it out. You didn't become a statistic, but you made it out. You, you coming off paper soon, baby. You, you made it out. Uh, just when you feel like you have arrived, here, here comes some drama. Nehemiah has made it out. And, and here comes, here comes some stuff. 
Y'all say, here comes some stuff. Yeah, yeah, Nehemiah. Nehemiah was that guy, the guy that that made it out. Not only did Nehemiah make it out, but uh, Nehemiah, in fact, was living his best life. Uh, in fact, as long as Nehemiah was willing to keep his head down, as long as Nehemiah was willing to do his job, he he was all right and was able to continue to move up. Long, long as Nehemiah just went along with the status quo, he was able to move, move on up, long as he didn't put up a fuss. But things are about to change for Nehemiah. Nehemiah is no longer in a space anymore where he's willing just to sit and say nothing. Has, has anybody ever been in that place where you feel like you've been a Nehemiah? You didn't speak your truth when you really should have been speaking it. You, you didn't say enough when you, when you should have been saying too much and you, you spoke too little when you should have been saying a whole lot. Anybody can feel Nehemiah on this. Nehemiah has decided in the 20th year, but what will you decide in the 23rd year of 2022? Yeah, yeah. This is the year that you've got to make up in your mind. Listen, I'm I'm going to move different. Yeah, I'm I'm going to possess and take on the Nehemiah mentality. I'm, I'm going to move different. Nehemiah decided now that I walked around with my head down low ju just to arrive and just to get where I needed to get to because I made it out. But now I'm moving different. Nehemiah decides now I, I don't mind taking up space. Uh, and if if that means, if, if taking up space means uh, I need to change some stuff up, then then change it up. If if taking up space means that I I need to now disrupt some stuff in my life, then then become a disruptor. You you've got to now decide that. Listen, I'm I'm taking up space because here here in the text now uh, uh, now God shakes Nehemiah's sense of security. God shakes Nehemiah's sense of security because he needs Nehemiah to take up space. He shakes Nehemiah's sense of security because he needs Nehemiah to take up space. Can I, can I give you this for, for the free? Uh, th this year, don't compromise your sense of security for your space. Don't compromise your sense of security for your space. Let, let, me, let me paint this because uh, it sounds to me like Nehemiah has completed everything that he needed to do in the space that he got comfortable in. I, I really want to paint this picture now. Can I, can I get just a little bit more right here in the floor monitors, Byron? J just a little bit, just a little bit. It, it sounds to me that Nehemiah, Nehemiah has already gotten what he has needed in the space that he has gotten comfortable in. Are you with me? The Bible says what? That his brother Hananiah comes and he comes with some folks and he tell him, listen, it's a whole lot of stuff going on back home. Uh, the wall have been burned. Are you are you hearing what I'm telling you? They they have burnt the city up. They they have looted the whole city. They done tore the whole city up. It's a whole mess. And God now tells Nehemiah, listen, I'm now moving you from from a sense of security where you've gotten comfortable. I'm I'm now moving you from a sense of security where you've gotten safe. I'm I'm now moving you now out of your sense of your comfort and security zone because I now need you to take up more. Space. 
space. L- listen, what if what if this year, what if this year God wants to move you into a bigger space? What what if this is the year that God wants to move you to to a bigger platform? What what if this is the year that God wants to move you to a bigger business, a, a bigger idea, a, a bigger listen and the only thing that more space is going to cost you this year is your sense of security. Are you are you willing are you willing to get uncomfortable? Are you willing to say, listen, God, listen, in you is my living and my moving and my being. I, I don't need to feel safe. I just need to take up space. I, I know that if you are with me, then listen, your rod and your staff is my sense of security. And so, God, I'm not worried about being secure because where you're calling me to is to bigger. And I got to be willing to take up space. Anybody this year got a made up mind that I no longer need to be comfortable. I no longer need to be secure. I, I no longer need to be buckled in. God, God unleash me, unwrap me, listen, uh, launch me into, into my space, into my space. Don't compromise your sense of security for your space. Yeah, yeah, you, you, You've been secure for a while now. And, and the reason that you've been secure, you've had this sense of security, is because God needed you uh, in this space of a safety net. Yeah, I, I had to keep you safe and I had to keep you secure because I had to develop some stuff in you. You, you know, it's almost like a newborn baby. Listen, that, that baby really ain't ready. It, it's got to be kept safe. It's, it's got to be nurtured. It's got to be fed. It's got to be cultivated. It's got to be developed. It's got to be nurtured. And so God says, listen, I'm now moving you and releasing you from the space of security to the space of taking up bigger and better. Listen, God, move us this year to to a bigger space, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that looks like for your children, whatever that looks like for your bloodline, whatever that looks like for your mama, whatever that looks like for your daddy, whatever that looks like for your job, whatever that looks like for your mental health, whatever that looks like for your profession, move from the space of security now to taking up space, 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 space. God now is moving Nehemiah from this place of security to now this place of greater significance. Yeah. Have you have you asked God to take control of your year this year? Yeah, have you have you asked God to to do that? God, you wherever you need me to take up space, God, you you lead, you God, you you direct. Have you asked God to do that yet? Listen, you you still got time. Have you have you asked God to to move your feet wherever wherever he needs you to walk? Have you asked God to open your mouth to give you the words of whatever it is that you need to speak? Have you have you asked God to guard your heart, to guard your thinking, guard your endeavors? This can be your year. Ask God for what is that significant thing? that you need me to accomplish this year. For Nehemiah, Nehemiah was called to rebuild. But uh, Nehemiah didn't arrive there immediately, though. 
Verse 4. Verse 4 says uh, that when he heard these things, he had a moment. <laughs> he said, uh, I, I sat down when I heard about it, and, and I cried for a little while. Yeah, I, I was so sad, y'all, I lost my appetite. I, I was so sad I couldn't even sleep at night. I, I was so sad I went through a whole box after a box of Kleenexes. That, that's how sad I was. You really don't understand. I, I was so sad, Marcus, I didn't want to get out of bed. I, I was so sad I didn't want to face anybody. I, I was so sad I didn't want anybody to look at me. I, I was so sad I just wanted to stay in bed where, where I was. But Nehemiah says, when I heard these things, yeah, I was sad. But, but after I was sad, I, I prayed to, to the God of, of heaven. And I just I just want to pause right here just for a minute because we really can't just gloss over the posture uh, that Nehemiah had once he heard this devastating news. The Bible says that he he sat down. I, I want you to get this uh, because this wasn't just a state of devastation, but I believe that God was doing something even in what looked devastating to Nehemiah. The Bible says that when he got the news, he didn't he didn't go off the handle with it, Dre. He, he didn't blow up, Terrence. He, he didn't jump on social media, listen, trying to get some folk together. But this is what he did when he heard what didn't make him feel good. The Bible says uh, that when I heard what I didn't want to hear, I, I sat with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sat, I sat with it. And, and I believe that, that while Nehemiah was sitting and was processing what had happened, I, I got an itching suspicion, Dre, that while Nehemiah was sitting, God was strategizing and instructing him on what he needed to do next. Can I, can I just give you the second thing for free right here? Uh, that reflection is better than reaction. Reflection is better than reaction. Reflection, oh, it's, it's better than reaction. Let, let me prove it to you. Let me, let me prove it to you. you. You remember the story of Peter, don't you, in the Bible? Y'all, we all, we all know Peter. Peter. Peter had the personality of, of, of a reactor more than a reflector. You, 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 you've, you've, got, you've got some people in the world, uh, they, they, uh, they will reflect before they, before they respond. Let, I just need a moment to just sit with this. I, I just need a moment to process this. I, I just need a moment to hear from heaven on what it is that I need to do next. We, we got some folk in the world, those are reflectors, but you've got some people in the world like Peter. Y'all say Peter. Yeah, Peter, Peter was a reactor. Peter, Peter just reacted. Uh, Peter, Peter reacted. And I, I, I want us, I want us to trace really, really quick uh, the process to Peter's uh, failure. Uh, I believe because he he reacted first and then reflected later. The uh, I just, uh, the Bible says it, it describes in the gospel uh, one of Peter Peter's first mistakes uh, was that Peter had a tendency to boast a lot. Peter had a tendency to boast a lot. You, 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 you will know this year. You will know this year uh, the character of an individual based on how much boasting they do about themselves. 
Peter, Peter was a boaster, uh, and we know this. Peter did a lot of boasting in his flesh. Y'all, y'all remember the story when, when the Savior, Jesus, is having this conversation with Peter, and he's like, Peter, listen, there's going to come a time where I'm going to make my ascension from here back to heaven, uh, and, 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 and that's just what it's going to be, uh, and everybody ain't going to be on board with that, Peter. And what does Peter tell Jesus? Yeah, Jesus, everybody else might not be on board, but, oh, you got a, you got a G in me. I'm, I'm going to be the ride or die. Isn't that what he says? Oh, I I will never deny you, Jesus. Isn't that what he said? And then Jesus tells Peter that before the crow crows three times, Peter, you you will deny me. I I, I tell you what, that listen, before the crow had crowed, Peter did exactly what it was that Jesus said that Peter was going to do because Peter was a reactor. But not only did Peter, not only did Peter boast too much, but but Peter prayed too little. Yeah, he he prayed too little. He prayed he prayed too little. Uh, you always know that anyone that boasts a lot, they don't pray enough. Yeah, any, anybody that boasts a lot, they don't pray enough. They don't, they don't pray enough. Uh, see, because those folks that are busy boasting, they're, yeah, they're, they're busy boasting. They, they're too busy to pray. But where are the folk that says, listen, God, I'm humble. I'm, I'm listen, I know that I need your resources. I know, I know that I need your direction. I know that I need your input. I know I don't have this thing all figured out. So rather than me reacting, oh God, let me reflect over the promises that you've made me. Rather than me reacting, oh God. Let let me reflect over your word. Rather than me reacting, let me reflect over what it is that you told me. Yeah, see, that was Peter's problem. Peter Peter didn't really know how to stop and reflect. Last thing about Peter. Last thing about Peter. Last thing. uh, You you remember the night that Jesus was betrayed uh, and they show up and they're in the garden and they're in the middle of a battle. Uh, and what does Peter do? Peter, Peter pulls out his sword. Uh, and the Bible says now that in an effort now to injure, uh, to injure the enemy, uh, but he miscalculated some things. He, he didn't take his life. He ended up taking off his ear. Yeah, yeah. The, that's always a sign of someone that's willing to react versus reflect. Yeah, P- Peter missed a really, really big critical part. Uh, rather than reacting, uh, Peter was to reflect. Uh, and so that, that's, that's, that's the second point right there that we've got to remember now that reflection is, is far greater, is far better, far, far beneficial than, than reacting. Better, better than, than reaction. Had Peter reflected just a little bit on his intended target, he, he wouldn't have misstepped. Had, had Peter reflected on his role and the part that he was to play, Peter wouldn't have missed the target. But because Peter chose to react versus stop and sit a minute and reflect, listen, this is the year that God will set you up for some stuff. But God needs us as a body of believers to be in a posture and in a state of, of reflection versus reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Should have took a lesson out of Nehemiah's book because Nehemiah didn't react. Well, Nehemiah said, uh, I'm, I'm going to sit with this news. Uh, I'm going to sit with it before I 
before I do something drastic about it. I'm I'm gonna sit with it before I respond to it. I'm gonna sit with it and reflect it. And not only does Nehemiah sit and reflect, but the Bible says that Nehemiah doesn't just end there with just sitting and reflecting and crying and losing sleep. Uh, but in the very last verse, he he begins to pray. And right here would be a real good spot to tell everybody how important it is this year that you pray. And make sure this year that you pray. But Nehemiah, in verse 11, he says to the Lord, Lord, listen carefully. I'm your servant. And listen to the prayers of your servants who honor you. Give me your servant success today. Allow the king to show kindness to me because I was the cupbearer. Last thing this year I want to leave you with, and that's to rely on the remnant. Rely on the remnant. Some people may not know this about me, but back in the day, uh, I used to wear suits every Sunday to church whole lot different now. Whole get up is a whole lot different now. But uh, I, used to, I used to wear suits every Sunday to church, Marcus, and um, I used to try to match my handkerchief with my socks that I had on that Sunday. That was, that was my whole little aesthetic. Who, who, who going to check me, right? Uh, I, wanted, I wanted my socks to match, to match my handkerchief, um, and uh, I got real creative, y'all. I figured out that a way to be able to constantly have a matching handkerchief that would match my socks, I figured out this trick. I, I, I found my way into a fabric store one day, Terrence, and uh, I walk in the fabric store and uh, it hits me. I'm going to start buying fabric. And uh, I'm going to use this fabric and I'm going to stick this fabric down in my pocket. So I got a little pocket square, but uh, here, here was the thing about the fabric that I needed to buy. I only needed to fill up just this small little square right here. If you know anything about buying fabric, you go uh, and the minimum amount of fabric that you need to buy is at least a yard. Yeah, you got to buy at least a yard of fabric. That's kind of that's kind of standard. Uh, but every now and then, uh, you you can walk in a fabric store and they they got they got a thing called a remnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a thing called a remnant, and a remnant is is when uh, you you don't have everything that would have come with it, but but you got just enough. You you've got just a piece, and so here it is. Now Nehemiah comes and has to remind the Lord that listen. I, I might not be a builder is what he's telling them. Yeah, I might, I might not have my skills to build, but, but God, if you're calling me into this space, then I might not have the tools to build. I, I might not have a chainsaw. I might not have a hacksaw, but what I do have is a cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cup bearer. I've been a cup bearer to the king, and I just want to remind you this year that whatever you have lost, I believe there's a remnant still left. Whatever the enemy has tried to rob 
rob you of, there, there's a remnant still left. I, I want you to get like me this year and go inside a Joanne fabric and go inside and find yourself a remnant that, God, listen, I might not have it all together, but you left me with a remnant. I, I might not have all the peace I want, but but God, I got a remnant. I, I might not have all the help I want, but God, I've got a remnant. I might not have all the ideas. I, I might not have all of the money. I might not have all of the resources, but God, what I've got is a remnant. Can I tell you what you can do with just a remnant? What if what you thought you needed, God says, I'm about to do it with just a remnant. What are you holding on to this year that you refuse to let the enemy rob you of last year? Even if it ain't much, I'm, I'm going to hold on to my peace. Even if it's just a remnant. I believe this year, that God will continue to move us. From the place where we have found ourselves that has looked like rubbish, that has felt like rubbish, it has been nothing but rubbish. That's all we've seen. This year of 2023, will you let God and will you let yourself be moved from the place of being held hostage to what looks and feels like rubbish? so that God can move you to the rebuild. This is the year that you can't compromise your sense of security for space. This is the year where God's moving us to reflect versus react. This is the year where we've got to rely even on the remnant. God, what's left? The enemy. The enemy tried to rob me of some stuff. He tried to steal my joy, but I still got my life. The God, you'll move us, your people, from the rubbish to the rebuild. We take this moment to join in community. And in this moment, we reflect God on the building process.
that whatever this year you're doing, whatever this week you'll do, whatever you'll do in my marriage, whatever you'll do in my family, whatever you'll do with my money, whatever you'll do with my mental, whatever you'll do with my health, whatever you do with my habits, God, I want to be at a space where I'm free from the rubbish and I'm now in a space of rebuilding. What does that look like for you this year? What has been broken? What has been burned? What walls? And are you willing to go this year to begin the work of the rebuild? God just said that the rebuild this year, it won't start with anybody else. The rebuild that you need is going to have to start with you. It's got to start with me. God, I can't look to the left. I can't look to the right. I can't point my finger at her. I can't turn my nose up at him. God, rebuild. Rebuild in me. You can build your home on my worship. Because God, I'll stay. Listen, we open up the doors of the church now. Come on, if you will.